afternoon. My name is Ray Montgomery, and I would like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And today, on this August 9th, we're talking about books for Book Lovers Day. And I brought a few of our employees from Bosman Enterprises to talk about different books that they like to read, some of their favorite books. And we're going to talk about technologies that we use to access these books and different services that are available uh, for people who are blind or visually impaired. So I'm going to start over to my left, which is Miss Katrina. Katrina, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. Uh, Katrina, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Bosman Enterprises. I'm the communication instructor. And what that means is I help give people alternatives uh, for basically reading and writing tasks. So when they are unable to read because of vision loss, as you can imagine, that's pretty distressing. So we want to find tools or alternatives such as maybe audio recordings, large print, magnification, braille, that type of thing. Of course, it could involve technology. Mr. Don? Hi, uh, Don Green. I'm the production exam room supervisor. Um, Basically, I handle uh, writing all the work orders, um, printing out all the tags for them, um, managing some of our inventory, uh, and the people, obviously, that work in there on a daily basis. So anywhere from 30 to 50 people on any given day. Oh, hi, I'm Mike Dixon. I'm pretty much I'm a container handler and work on the production uh, support staff, I guess you can say, out, out in the production area. And that's about the size of it here. All right, and I'm Mindy Evans. I'm the Assistive Technology Specialist. So my responsibility here at Bosma is to keep up to date with all of the assistive technology that people are using, uh, mostly JAWS and Zoom text around here, but we also um, support iPhones, iPads, that type of thing. So I just make sure that we're all up to date, and I also research any new technologies that can be helpful and efficient to our staff. Okay. And like I said, um, August 9th is Book Lovers Day, and we're going to talk about just different ways that we access books and different technologies we can use to access these books. and just some of our favorite books that we like to read. So we can keep it, you know, light and fun around here like I like to do. So, Mindy, um, excuse me, let me start with Mike. Mike, what are some of your favorite books or genres of books you like to read? I like reading action, adventure, or just like uh, about business or biography of, of people, celebrities. But not like pop celebrities, but like historical figures. And stuff. That's, that's the type of stuff I like. Yeah, the autobiographies and things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And the format that I pretty much use lately is is Audible, and then I use this new service called Playster, which it has audio books and just regular books or like a e-reader book. And it has movies and music. So I'm testing that out. I just started using Playster, you know, but I've been using Audible forever. And of course, the the library service, Bard service, everybody uses that. I've been using that. And I got a Braille, uh, I have a Braille display that I haven't really tried out yet, but that's what I intend to do with that. What what is an e-reader book for those who do not know? 
it's just a a book that you would use, read it. You can download it onto your phone or your tablet or computer, I guess. And it's it's in the EPUB or E format, um, electronic format per se, I guess. And you just read it with the voice of your device. Well, if you're blind, visually impaired, and you just read with the voice of your device, or if you're visually impaired or you have some sight, just use the screen to read it on your device of choice. So if I was to download that to my computer, my um, screen reader will read that book for me? It should, yeah. yeah okay. okay. I was just wondering, so do you like using uh, Braille, or do you like um, using the e-reader? Well, I would prefer to read Braille when I'm at home, but at work or on the go on a bus or something, mainly just audio, audio, audio books or the screen reader format of reading my book, which like if anybody's ever used, I, I haven't really used the uh, iBooks, I don't know how that works, but Google Play Books, if you use Google Play Books and download a book from Google Play, it's automatically the, the voice, if you have the uh, accessibility turned on on your device of choice, it will read it. Just automatic, the voice, your, your, your synthesized screen reader voice will just start reading it. And you can shut it off and put it in your pocket and it'll continue to read too because a lot of you have to keep the screen on in order for it to keep reading. But this, you can just put it in your pocket, shut your screen off, there'll be a slight pause, then it realize you still want to read it and you can just read it just like an audio book, but it's an e-book. Okay. So Google Play is very accessible. Yeah, I think so. Have you um, had a chance to review with the iBook reader? Um, some with iBooks, I think some of it depends on the formatting and things of that nature, but you can. Um, it's the same way. The iBooks, you would get the book and the voiceover, whatever voice you have it in is the one that would read it to you. Um, so that works similar to a Google Play, how that would work. iBooks is basically the Google Play for so was it a free service? Uh, no. No. I mean, you have to buy the books. Okay. Yeah. Some of them are free, but yeah, yeah but yeah. not or it's real discounted. Yeah, yeah. discounted real heavily. So. But the app is free. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, the app free. usually yeah. comes on. Yeah, your it comes device. on your phone installed. Yes. Don, what about you? What kind of books do you like to read, and how do you access those books? I'm really pretty. I mean, I I read so much that I have to be pretty open. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but my favorites, uh, like one of my all time favorites, is Ready Player One, which they recently made a movie out of. I hope to go see. Yeah. Um, I like Jim Butcher a lot. Um, a lot of just modern type, um, like he said, action and adventure. I like some sci fi, some horror, that kind of stuff, um, the Dresden Files, um, but I mean, really anything, I like autobiographies as well and nonfiction, just as long as it's interesting and catchy to me, you know, I like to read a lot of, uh, sports autobiographies, um, actors, things like that, um, but, uh, Dean Kuhn, Stephen King, uh, Robin Cook, Michael Crichton, those are some of my favorite favorite authors. So, so like, I know we we talking about reading books and things of that nature, but do you find it um, 
better to read a book than to go to the movies? Or do you get more out of reading a book than um, you would the movies? I, I do just because normally when you read a book, um, you become much more involved in it. Obviously, you're putting right. in more time into the book. Um, and, you know, there's only so much they can put in a one to two hour movie. In the book, you get so much more character development and you become so much more involved in um, and you, I mean, for me, it's easy to get lost in a book. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I get much more, even if it's a good movie. You know, a good book will always be a good movie to me. So, <laughs> Katrina, what, what about yourself? Do you um, enjoy a good book? What kind of I, genre do you like? To I love nonfiction. Uh, that's my thing. However, I do like other stuff. Like right now on uh, my phone, I have. Night through the Bard app. I have uh, the book about Queen Victoria, biography on her, or not Victoria, excuse me, Elizabeth. Um, and I have a book on hidden figures, which was a movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I love the movie very, very much. The book is, the, I'm at the beginning and it's not holding my attention. I'm waiting. They're doing <laughs> that character building and yeah. setup and all that. But yeah, I definitely agree. I love. I love books over movies, and as I love movies. But. What about BARD? You talk about BARD. What is BARD? BARD is an acronym that stands for Braille and Audio Reading Download. It is a, a part of the what uh, those in our community call the Talking Book Program. It's part of the National Library Service, which is under the Library of Congress. It's absolutely free if you are a uh, subscriber with the Talking Book Program. Uh, you can register. It's on a website. Uh, you would register with that, and then you can go on the website, search the collection. Again, part of the Talking Book Program's collection. Find what you like. You can download it to an app that's on your phone. Uh, listen to it there, which is like the greatest thing since sliced bread to be able to listen to your books on the go. I agree. Um, then you can also download it to your computer, but because basically of copyright, uh, you can't listen to it on your computer, but you could transfer it to a, a memory stick and put it in the actual talking book player. And then it's yours to keep. You know, you don't have to send it back. So like okay. if you get a cookbook or something you know, you might not want to send it back. So that's really nice when you can download stuff to through Bard to the app or to a drive and keep yeah. it. So what if you're not so tech savvy for those individuals who don't, you know, have the iPhone or those devices, can they still get the books on tape or Daisy Player? Absolutely. Um, so actually, there are a lot of people that don't feel too tech savvy that want to use Bard and they have somebody that downloads it for them, uh, puts it on a drive, and then they can put it in their machine or uh, helps with the app type thing. But, you know, some people just want to use the player, and books are sent from the library on a digital cartridge. It's a large uh, memory stick, flash drive type of thing. You pop it in the player, turn it on, and it starts reading the book right where you left off. It keeps your place it's a very simple player. When you're done with the book, they have a mailer that you put the cartridge in, and there's a little flip card on the outside. One side of the card has the user, the subscriber's address, and the other side has the library's address. So you just flip that over. There's a little uh, 
there's a, a law called Free Matter for the Blind, and so that's stamped on this mailer, so you don't even have to have postage, and you mail it back to the library, and then the cycle continues. So oh, okay. you borrow. That's good. That's good to know for those who want to uh, still use that type of um, service. Um, may I say one more thing? Go ahead. The, just for your information, the Talking Book Program not only has audio, but they also do provide materials in Braille and large print. So what is the difference, um, if you want to, for an individual, do you think that, um, I guess, Audible um, instead of Braille kind of takes away from literacy? Anybody? Mm. Uh, do you feel like you can you know, get the full effect of what that word is? Like, if you've never actually seen the word, how do you know Maybe how to it, spell it or how it, to... In my opinion, as far as spelling, yes. yes. But yeah. other than that, I would say no. I mean, no. Um, I think it's much better to hear the word in the context it's meant to be used in then yeah it's still keeping you educated in some way shape or form so to me in short sorry Mandy you were going to say something in short the answer is yes but that's a deep subject yes it is okay and um, (laughs) I'm touching it right now (laughs) okay so I'm very much in agreement with what Don said Um, it does really sadden me when people say that you are illiterate if you don't read Braille, that really saddens me. I don't agree with that. Um, yes, blind people do sometimes have problems with spelling. Uh, I'm a huge Braille advocate, and I love Braille, and I think it's the greatest thing, but I, I just don't believe that you're illiterate if you don't read Braille. As long as you're getting that information somewhere or another, yeah. but I definitely think you should know how to, I guess, you know, putting your hands on it, I hear a lot. Putting your hands on it makes a huge difference when you it, can see how that word is spelled. It does. And what I get is a lot of people miss the actual holding of the book, the smell of the paper, you know, being that experience of, of like sitting under a tree outside and reading a, you know, an actual book. And Braille readers love that just as much as print readers do but then there are still sighted people even that like uh, mike said enjoy listening to audio it's a it's a relaxing thing to listen so it is you know sometimes it all depends on who's reading that book as well too (laughs) when you get out of the book i got a book right now i'm not gonna say any names who's reading it but (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's a famous singer I ain't gonna yeah, say narr- narrators can kill. Oh yeah, they yeah, can, they can kill, kill a book. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm reading. I was reading uh, Kevin Hart's book. Uh, what's it called? Um, I can't make this up. And he actually narrated the book, and he did a great job. Did a great mm-hmm. job narrating. Kept me entertained the whole way through the yeah. book. So, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I re- I read The Catcher in the Rye. I do like some fiction stuff and and classics like that. And I feel like the narrator added so much to that character. He really held my interest. Yes. Yeah, the narrator could either make or break that book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mindy, you're talking about technology. Um, downloading things on Audible and um, your iPad, and how accessible is that for us people who are blind? Um, that's, oh my goodness. So, one thing we did not touch on before I get into the phone is um, there are still out there some standalone players like your BookSense or your Victor Reader. Okay. And those are small book players that uh, they, you don't have to have a phone to use them. And some of them have Wi-Fi built into them at this point. Um, others of them, you would uh, 
put the book on your computer, hook it up, and then transfer your book to the device itself. So it all depends on which one you have. Um, but those are an option for someone who wants just a book player and doesn't want to worry about all the bells and whistles of a phone, um, which I totally get that. So, uh, And a couple of them even have like OCR built in, so you can actually use it as a reader um, to read printed material too. So And a recorder option too. Yes, yes. Um, that's actually, I think that's in the book sense in the okay. Victor as well. I know the book sense Victor question mark. Um, but yes, for the phone, we have Audible, uh, there's Kindle, there's the Bard app as uh, Katrina stated. So there's no shortage of ways. There's also an app, also apps, um, Dolphin Easy Reader and Voice Dream that can connect to a service called Bookshare. Now, that service does cost $50 a year if you are not a student, if you are. Um, it's actually, there's a, been funds provided to where students can get access to Bookshare for free. And Bookshare is a service where volunteers scan in books and they've actually made some deals with some publishers to get the e-files directly. So that's yeah, gotten a lot better about that, like getting yeah. new books the day of or the day after. Yeah, like some of it's your top sellers are out there. Yeah. The day of, yep. and you're not having to wait anymore. So, that is an option, and it's now those behave more like the ebooks that Mike was talking about. They read in the device voice, be it um, your book player or your phone, because those can be downloaded to the book player. Um, so, go ahead. And then I no, mentioned. that's that's okay. Um, and what like about TuneIn? Do they still have? They had no, audio books, but they got right over them. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, there's some content that you can get through Audible, right. whether you do or do not subscribe to the service with the monthly plan. Really, I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. cool. got some free channels. They yeah. call them channels. Yes. So the other thing is, for those who are into the, we don't have any of them in this room, do we? No. Good. Alexa Craze. Didn't want to say the name and have something go off oh. in here. Guys. Um, <laughs> Think in my house, I have to say the A lady because I have too many of them oh. hanging around listening. <laughs> yeah. So, but those, um, I don't know if all Kindle books work yet, but many of them you can read your Kindle book or you can read your Audible books on your Alexa device. So if you have an Echo or if you have a Dot or you know your family has the show and it's type with the screen, you can read them on there. So there's no, it's definitely if you're a reader, this is a great time to you know, be a reader because there's no shortage of ways to get your hands on all of these books. And many of them, you have the option of audio or braille. So you said the Kindle. So the Kindle is very accessible. I know that's a very popular tool right now. Well, and... Well, not so not, much the device itself okay. as the uh, app. Well, the device is. It has... it has The Kindle Fires. Yeah. Um, yeah they come yeah. away, yes. And so you can... I mean, I've heard of people using them. And yeah, the Kindle app on your... Uh, phone is pretty accessible as well. A lot of people use the iPad mm-hmm. also with the Kindle, Kindle books. Yeah, and stuff. the app is I do much better and easier than the actual Kindle mm-hmm. And yeah. there is a Kindle for PC, I believe, and so it oh, can yeah. read your Kindle books. There used to be, for sure. Still uh, Katrina, what is another service I was, I was um, just talking to um, Chris about, the Iris. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Iris? Okay. And talk a little bit about that. You asked me the questions that involve acronyms, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what Iris is. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so IRIS stands for Indiana Reading and Information Services. And they're basically about giving uh, people who have some kind of um, print impairment, so visual, of course, but also there are some other reading uh, limitations that those folks might benefit from. So they give those folks free access to newspapers, magazines, and other uh, print materials. Locally is the emphasis, so you get like the Indianapolis Star, you get the the Recorder, the um, the like Northside Paper, mm-hmm. Eastside Papers, that kind of thing, uh, Nouveau. But they also do have some national publications and read from magazines such as, you know, Oprah, I know they read from. Uh, Now, when there's a schedule, so like you can look at the schedule and say, ooh, they're doing the Indianapolis Star uh, from 8 to 10. Well, they don't read from front to back cover. They pick certain articles that they'll read. Same thing in magazines. They don't read front to back cover. what how do you access it well the main thing is they have a radio receiver that um i don't know if you're familiar with wfii channel 20 so iris is in their building they borrow part of their transmitter they have i believe it's called a subcarrier um so their signal is quite weak it's it only goes 40 miles um but if you're in that radius, this radio that they would provide to you for free, you turn it on and you'll hear whatever's being broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can just turn it on and listen. You can look at the schedule and see, oh, I see they're doing the grocery ads, uh, you know, such and such time, or they're reading the sports or the Dear Abbeys or obituaries. So, but um, they do have some online access to these recordings as well. But it is free. There's a small little application that's needed. Yeah, they do Reader's Digest, all type of different uh, mm-hmm. um, coupons. People definitely want to know them coupons. So, <laughs> all type of stuff. Uh, it is another one more service that I definitely want to mention, NFB Newsline. Yes. So you definitely have to sign up for NFB Newsline. Uh, they do the magazines. They have... Um, Newspapers from all over the country. Mike, can you talk a little bit about the news line? Um, yeah, like you said, they have magazines and newspapers locally and all over. And, you know, the big name um, magazines and newspapers. Um, and it's it's real simple to use. Well, for some of us. I mean, anybody with a phone, even an app, they have apps now that you can just download it and Use them through your apps on your phone. You, know, so, yeah, so. you can get it through your your, your telephone, yeah. your iPhone. Yeah. They have an app for that. Um, even your PC, I believe. Yeah. So, so oh, I know it's one yeah. for PC. Yeah. Now, that I didn't. You just I, go on the NFB News website. You can look at some stuff on there. Just recently learned that, and it excited one of the clients big time. Yeah, yeah you can do it through your landline, and it's one of those things yeah. that it's like. You want to hear local newspapers press three, and then you know you find the magazine you want, and it'll say, "Do you want to hear the business or the the front page or whatever?" You push the buttons on the phone, yes. but then there is an, a newsline app that's as well. 
they also have, um, for those who are interested in keeping up in blindness specific, they have the um, magazines for the major um, organizations. They have the NFB Braille Monitor. They have the ACB Braille Forum. So those are also available on, I know they're available on the app. I haven't looked quite as extensively online, um, but I did notice that those are on the app. And if you're the type that goes to conventions in the summer, a lot mm -hmm. of times they'll put the agendas up there so you can start planning. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, Katrina, um, when you mentioned about Irish, is it still, maybe you said this and I wasn't paying attention, is it still where someone's reading it or can is it where You're, you can control it like Newsline or is it just someone's Yeah, I didn't say and I'm glad you said. It is human readers. Uh, some people don't enjoy Newsline because it's synthetic speech. You're basically listening to computer synthesized speech. Uh, so some people prefer a human reader. Iris is made up a great bit of volunteer readers that uh, go downtown to this little like radio broadcast booth and they read it. So, yes. Good information, good information. Uh, definitely want to thank everybody for all their input and making this book lover day very special. You gave a lot of people more access to, I guess, literacy and just learning more about um, you know, books and how they can access these books. So I definitely want to thank you guys for coming on the Navigating Blinders podcast. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes and I'll catch you guys next week.